sit back and relax while I listen to Train Kickers podcast. I'm Dave, and along with my co-hosts Dan and Steve, we're going to take you all around the world of miniature wargaming. On this episode tonight, we're going to be going through the 18th Legion, the Salamanders for Horse Heresy, doing the deep dives like we have before. Um, we go through every aspect of it, although we do the rights of war separately, and part of the right of war is some psychic powers, so you might notice a little bit of an odd cut in here because we do mention it. I'm going to try and trim it out, but it might not quite be perfect, but we do actually discuss the psychic powers, obviously, though, with the rights of war because that's how it's taken. Um, all right. At that point, then, on to the show. All right, and we are back here tonight to be continue our, our ever, soon to be ending, march towards going through all the legions for Horus Heresy. Um, tonight, we're going to go through the 18th legion, so we're going to be going through the Salamanders. Um, just as we've done before, we're going to discuss every little facet related to these guys. We are going to be doing the rights to warn a separate video, should hopefully release about a day or so after this one. And... Um, the Primarchs we're going to do once all of this is over, which again, we're getting close to the end, so that means we're getting close to actually be able to talk about these Primarchs. So, um, Dan, since at one point this was a Legion he was going to do, has volunteered to Hold talk on, about them. Point. <laughs> what it's was that? It's still a point. It's still a... It, it's between Alpha Legion, Imperial Fist, and Salamanders. I bounce between these three religiously. You've been doing um, a lot of lists for Imperial I... Fist. Oh, I have imperial fists on principles, so yeah. This is it's, it's actually I do have a salamanders list and an awful legion list as well, and they're very weird too. I went like very sneaky out anyway. So salamanders, um, I think these are okay. I'm biased because I actually like their 40k fluff as well. Um, these guys and the are very much in the 40k and the 30k verse, very similar in terms of how they act. So, um, if I remember correctly, this one I'm not sure of, but I do know that pre-Primark, they were pri oh, Primark, Jesus. Pre-Primark, they were a go. bit um aggressive, a bit hungry for battle, they were a bit bloody, and their Primark actually somewhat calmed them down to what we know now today as 40k is kind of like the selfless, they help protect the uh, civilians. For those who know them in 40k they're the ones who legitimately fought the gray knights at the battle of armageddon because the gray knights wanted to massacre entire citizens and salamanders were like no so these guys are that they will they are very much kind of like their namesake and what they're known for they're very much like tempered steel they, they are the ones that kind of like are the the shield or the bulwark to um mankind however <laughs> however they were also the premier legion at the drop site massacre so their legion got um uh what's the word i'm looking for decimated uh, yeah that's a good word yeah yeah decimated uh during the the drop site massacre um but again the salamanders kind of showed during that battle that they really it's, i shouldn't say retreat but they have this kind of sense of hold the line, sacrifice themselves so that, again, civilian populations can escape or that other legions can escape. Um, it's kind of, They were very grim before the primer came, and even taming that down, they're still very... I don't want to call it fatalistic. It's more of... Sacrifice... No, not sacrificial. That's also negative. Martyrs? Martyr? I hesitate with martyr, because that's oh, religious in nature, and this is the crusade. But it's very much like they will protect those weaker than them I, there's a word i know of but chivalristic 
it may be chivalristic is that i guess that's what it is but the yeah, idea of yeah they the would protect word. yeah they would protect those weaker than them and that that again that has continued to the 40k verse so i this is one of the few i would say the few legions of course world leaders another one these are the few legions that like will has continued the same way that they were into 40k which i enjoy a lot and they and side note they also look really cool <laughs> i will say there's one of the cooler looking ones yeah, uh, one fluff. fluff correction for Dan. Oh, go ahead. Uh, decimation is reduction by one tenth, and it was far more than a ten percent. Oh, uh, reduction I, in legion size. I that did massive. not know that. Yeah, okay, decimation that's, ten. Decimation I one. Know, you did it. Huh? Yeah. Interesting. Okay, that's something cool that I didn't know. Yeah. Okay. Decimation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. I'll yeah, give it. Des- I'll give decimation has nothing on uh, what happens that. Oh no, no, they got they got murked. Yeah, no, they got they got in their Gloriana got blown up. Yeah, their no, they Primark got. was thought dead because he got bludgeoned to death by a bunch of grumpy Iron Warriors <laughs> after they after they dropped the nuke on him. Yes, um, after. <laughs> yeah. It's it, the little spoilers. Or, oh, I guess again, dropside mass crafting. It's, o- it's one of the opening fights of the Harry. Yeah, so um, but, Vulcan uh, is a yeah. Vulcan is a. Uh, Oh, not a progenitor, goddamn! Um, perpetual. A, uh, perpetual, perpetual. So they drop the nuke in him. He just resurrects, and they're like, "Oh, is he supposed to be alive?" And they just beat him to death continuously. Um, and then Conrad occurs with some very not nice stuff with him. Yeah, forgetting that a hammer with a teleport homer is still a hammer and, <laughs> with a yeah. teleport homer. <laughs> no, they're a really oh, cool legion. They did I suffer them. I think they suffered the most during the drop side because they were covering the other legions as they were fleeing. <sighs> I it might have been the Iron Hands more... because they, well, they were lost in the middle <laughs> of the fight and they didn't fall back. Oh, that's true. Iron they Hands were like, I'm going to fight and die because I'm going to, you know, make the traitors bleed. Very Salamanders true. Salamanders fought to hold off others. Hmm, okay. They, I mean, they all did their own thing. But yeah. yeah. But still, very cool. Really Listen, I'll put it this way. Deal. If you like the paladin aspect of like D&D, the whole entire protecting others, this is kind of it. Now, I know that someone's going to yell at me on YouTube because I know in 40K, or not even 40K, this was 30K, where Vulcan torched um, basically Eldar when- Eldar children? Yeah, Eldar children. <laughs> um, it's, it's a so, meme. I, yes. I, I make jokes about it all the time. Yeah, so um, I will say it's yeah. paladin towards uh, humanity. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's 30k. Humanity is the part that matters, so that's the exactly. I'm just gonna because I know someone's gonna make mention like I don't remember a paladin torching elder human. I'm like wait, 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 wait. Paladin humanity first. Humanity I, first. Exactly. I remember a paladin sending multiple people to die by various <laughs> animals. So I mean, uh... he okay. But I... here, I what I will say briefly, if if you're comparing them to paladins, I don't understand why this isn't the legion that you have picked. That's uh, this is why it's tied with Alpha Legion. The okay. only reason uh, the, uh, the only reason I like Alpha Legion is the way they look. I I like both of. Remember, I'm I'm, I'm looks first and then play second. So I played Custodes during Eighth Edition. I just hate myself. It's it's I love the way they both look, and it drives me up the wall that I literally can't tell which one I like more. And I vary between the two. And then Imperial Fist only because they look like Custodes, but Imperial Fist is third place because I have Custodes already. But um. It's just between Salamanders and Alpha Legion, and I literally don't know which one I like more. Right. And it drives you, me up the You got wall. a bit of time. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right. Why don't we get on to the Legion trait, which I believe Steve has taken. Yep. So their Legion trait is extremely simple to apply. When rolling to wound against Mal with this special rule, play any attack with the Flame, Melta, 
plasma or volkite um, weapon or effect, reduce the result of that wound roll by minus one. So effectively, if someone shoots you with a normal flamer, your toughness four marine, normally wound down fours, now it's fives. A plasma gun shoots you strength seven, normally wounds you on twos, now wounds you on threes. A melted gun hits you, normally wounds on twos, wounds you on threes, but it's still doubling out your toughness in most scenarios and will still inflict instant death. It's just the required roll to wound that gets worse. Mm -hmm. And an important thing to note, this does not affect rules such as rending and breaching, which have specific um, values they trigger on. That's something you check in the main rule in the main rules, but that's absolutely how it is. So, say something was like a flame weapon that had murderous strike five up, right? It'll always have it'll always trigger murderous strike on a five up. Whether or not that's a successful wound or not is another story, but the rule still comes into effect if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, they're two separate pieces. You, yep. Your murder strike is a trigger. Your wound roll is something different. But a lot of times the murder strike is often tied with a thing like rending. So it makes an auto yes. wound on that number. And rending will still automatically wound. Yeah. But um, this is relevant, for example, shooting a plasma gun at a contemptor dreadnought, right? Strength 7 versus toughness 7. Normally you wound on 4s and it's breaching 4 up. But because um, it's minus 1 to wound, now you need a 5 to wound. And even though you're breaching on a 4... You need a five because breaches do not auto rend. I mean, no. auto wound only rending does. So, yeah, things to know. Um, Salamander's dreadnoughts are kind of scary. It makes Salamander's dreadnoughts even scarier. Is that all models that are Salamanders with more than one wound or hull point gain? It will not die six up as a special rule. So that's gonna be all of your veterans, your dreadnoughts, your vehicles, and um, your independent characters. Terminators, yeah, yeah. Now, now, it's worth keeping in mind for a, a, a unit of things like veterans or terminators and all, you know, these guys are two wounds. It's only going to ever help one guy because as soon as someone else takes a wound, you, you can't spread those around necessarily. But it's especially important on your vehicles or independent characters. And it's a lot easier now to want to put, say, the first wound that you suffer onto your character because then I have a chance of getting it back. The second wound goes on my two wound infantry model. I have two different roles to essentially undo some of that damage you did to me. Yeah. Um, and what's great is this makes the Primus Medicaid far more worth his points. Oh, absolutely. Because one of the defining things of the Primus Medicaid that almost never comes into play is that you get to re-roll it will not die rolls for the unit he's attached to. Very few units in this game actually have it will not die, especially in the Astartes lineup. But all the Salamanders with multiple wounds do. So they actually get real value for money out of that Primus Medicaid. Here's Compared a to others. stupid question, because I can't find it will not die on the special rules, which is yeah. somewhat annoying me. <clears throat> oh, there it is. Um, well, before I – if you have multiple wounded – I know you can't wound multiple models, right, by choice. But let's say you're hit by a barrage weapon multiple times, and let's say you have, I don't know, three veterans on one wound each. Do you roll three dice, or is it only one for the unit? So each model in the unit that is missing at least one wound rolls one die. Okay. You, you could be missing four wounds. You only get to roll one die. to um, It will not die. And at no, the end like, of your own turn as well, so be careful with that. But it's each model, right? So like, let's yes, say I had four models. Model. Okay, good. It, yes. it is, yeah, it's each model. Okay. 
I mean, otherwise this rule honestly would be much, much worse because now when you have a character in there in a normal unit, there's only one roll total. Like it, it, this is the nice flavor part that adds into it. The first part is what the trait probably is really doing for yeah. you in a lot of cases. Yeah, exactly. That's just a, it's a, it's a word. The second half is a here's a nice little bump that'll yeah. sometimes come into effect. I'm, yeah, it's a nice to have. I've seen it come into play like four times. Yeah. Of the three Salamanders players locally, I've seen it come into play four times. Hmm. That's not a lot of times. No. But this, so we we did word bearers, which are out now. Which I, I think we we're all, we we uh, you know I'll keep this brief. We we're all we like the units and stuff like that. But we we're a little little ho hum on on some of the rules parts, or at least the pain, or the, the legion someone in general. Um, this one we haven't gotten to the rest of it. But at least what I like about the ability is, yeah, it, it's passive to the most end. I mean, I'm rolling sixes for some of my guys. Sure, a lot of it's passive, but it's a nice ability that you're going to see get some good use. Oh, you brought some of the big weapons. Hey, I have something against that. It, it it feels like, you know, unless your opponent brings zero flamers, melta, plasma, or volkite, which I was which just gonna big, say, it's impossible. <laughs> well, in a big game, yeah, you know, if you're playing a small game, anything's possible. But in a big yeah. game, they're gonna bring some of that. So you're you're gonna get, you're gonna feel that you're getting a good use out of it, which is what I like. Where some of these other legions traits, you don't necessarily feel that you get a good use out of it. It's not that you can't use it or it won't be unbelievably vital but you don't know this one you know all right um dan wanted the reaction he took the fluff because he knows it better than i do but he wanted the reaction so explain so, to us so yeah side note why i wanted the reaction um because when i first came out i was very i liked this reaction a lot i'm oh, sorry I'm, i don't know why i'm using past tense i like this reaction a lot and a lot of people tend to hate this one uh, for one specific reason, and I, in my mind, at, at least in a bigger game, it, it out the benefits outweigh the cons. So let's talk about this. So obviously, this advanced reaction may be made once per battle by a Salamander's player. Okay, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So it's made during the opposing player's assault phase when an enemy player declares a charge uh, targeting a friendly unit under the control of the reactive player and completely made up of uh, Salamanders. If the enemy's unit charge is successful... All models with the infantry unit type in the target unit gain a bonus of plus one to their weapon skill, strength, and attacks uh, for the duration of the assault phase. However, once the combat that includes the unit that has made this reaction has been selected, um, uh, all models involved have made their attacks and any morale checks required. It's basically at the very end of it. Uh, yeah. roll a d6 for each model remaining in the unit that made this reaction for each dice that scores a six or more you suffer one automatic wound against which no saves or damage mitigation rolls of any kind may be made um, as noted these wounds inflicted after combats uh, they, they don't count towards uh, the combat resolution and mm -hmm. invulnerable saves can be made uh, and so if the charge is unsuccessful all models in the unit for which the reaction was declared instead gain fearless until the end of the control player's next turn and do not suffer any automatic wounds. So, I'm sorry. Did you say you do get invulnerable saves? Yeah, because it just says you which no, no, no saves. saves. It says no saves. Oh, no saves? Oh, okay. No saves. Okay. No Here's the other thing. Oh, okay. Real quick. Pull back yeah. from your mic a little bit. Oh, sorry. No problem. Yeah. No problem. Sorry. You're popping a little bit. That's all. No, that's, how's that sound? That sounds fine. Yeah, just pull back okay, a little right. bit. So... um the big thing that when this came out, a lot of people griped about was the fact that on a six, you take a wound. Mm 
Okay. Yes, that sucks. I understand. But <laughs> the defensive capabilities of this are absolutely insane. Um, someone charges your 20-man tax squad on an objective, right? With some sort of superpowered weapon skill five, or even weapon skill four, but they have all these chains, uh, chain axes or whatever, right? And you, they charge you. You pop this, and now your weapon skill five, strength five, and you have basically veteran attacks on a normal tax squad of 20. Sure, you're going to lose some if you roll a six at the very end, but you are going to drag some people down with you very harshly. And you might even win the combat because now with the weapon skill change of, you know, if they're one higher than you, it's five to hit. That's massive. Um, or even let's say, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about them later, the fire drakes, right? Which are a specialized melee unit with thunder hammers and shields. Their weapons go five already. You get charged with a weapon skill five unit, which is normally what a melee dedicated unit is. That's elite. Now your weapon skill six, they hit you on fives. You hit them on threes. That is a very big shift in defense. And if you roll a six, you get a wound. Who gives a shit? Like, I, it's, yeah. I don't want to curse, but like, like really, who gives a shit? Like you lose a wound. And if you have like a fire drink squad of six dudes, the, statistically you roll one six, you take a wound. Wow. Yeah. And, it's, and it doesn't count as combat res. Exactly. It may kill one guy if one guy was on one wound. I, I think that's really where this is key. You know, on your tax squad, it's, you know, I guess maybe flashy because like, oh, my tax squad can actually do something cool. Where this is useful though, is when they're coming at you with a premier unit against potentially your premier unit. Well, let's face it, a lot of times the charge is what you want because you get the extra attack and maybe you get some other of your rules that go off. Oh, well, yeah. I'm going to get the extra attack. My weapon skill is going to come up, which gives me a good shot at beating yours. Won't guarantee it, but if we're good versus good, my weapon skill will now be better. So I'm going to hit you a lot easier. You're going to hit me a lot worse and I'm going to be stronger. So I'm going to wound you a lot easier. You know, I, yeah, I, honestly, yeah. I think the reaction is very, very good. I, I would just save it for because it, it's you have to declare it before the charge is made. Yeah. So I would make sure I don't do this reaction unless I'm like, they're going to make this charge. Like, oh, those guys exactly. are like five inches away. Exactly. You know? And if they don't make it, it does kind of suck because, I mean, you get fearless, but whoop de doo. I, yeah, you're you not charged. Funny? You might not exactly. care. Um, I saw this. The reason I like this is because I saw this to good use on a pyroclass unit. You had, you had, I think it was a unit of 10 pyroclasts. Oh, no, it was like seven. I shot them before. You had seven pyroclasts. They overwatched me. So that was 76 flamers, because we'll talk about their flamers a little bit later, why they get D6 instead of D3. And then he popped this, right? Because I already declared the charge. Um, oh, no, sorry. I made a mistake. Sorry. He popped this. Uh, and that on one power class unit, and then he overwatched me with the other power class unit, because I was doing two charges. Um, and both units that went in were just decimated. One because of the Overwatch from the other Pyroclast unit, and one because all of a sudden he's weapon skill five. It's like, oh no, I can't handle this. Yeah. It's just, it's really cool. It's a really neat ability. I don't, I honestly, I don't really see the downside. Like, okay, you might take some wounds. I'm, I'm not too, too concerned about that because if it's causing me to do much better in a combat which probably means winning a combat that before i was really unsure of that's worth it yeah because otherwise you, you figure you're popping this because you might have lost otherwise and if you lose my unit might die anyway 
Yeah. Now, oh if I can win, my unit's probably not dead. Imagine like two contemptors, <laughs> two contemptors charging a fire drake unit, right? And you pop mm -hmm. this. Now those contemptors are hitting you on fives, and you're hitting them more <laughs> with more attacks. Yeah, I, I've just, seen it happen yeah. plenty of times where, yeah, if you make contemptors go to fives, they're just oftentimes not taking you out or not doing enough damage. Yeah. What about you, Steve? Uh, so I haven't used this yet, personally. I do have some salamanders as a little side project. I'm at like 1,500 points. Not that much. Um, but I have not actually used this. Actually, I used this once against you, actually, Dan. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> it's nice. It's scary when you have one Runoth on your Praetor and you're rolling to see if he blows himself up. But it, it was a nice defensive, uh, offensive boost to hit strength um, strength big, attacks big, weapon skill big. Um, the major downside is you want your opponent to charge you to get this off. And if it's your own big combat unit, generally you want to be the one charging. So you're depending on your opponent to also have a scary unit charging. Can in order react, to trigger the ability. Can you react if you're in combat? No, right? No, because no, engaged okay, units cannot okay, react. Okay, okay. I just wanted to check something real quick. Okay, okay. Yeah, so that is, is a it... slight problem. But Someone messing with something? My cat is playing with his stupid... Got it. Okay. I can hear a little... Yeah, I can hear something in the background. I wasn't sure what that yep, was. Yep, that's literally him playing with... Uh... I don't even know. He found something on my table. So... Steve, related to something you said, you said, oh, you know, you might be concerned if your Praetor's on, like, one wound and you get this. By wording, so all models involved make their attacks and name more, blah, blah, blah. They roll d d6 for each model remaining, um, and the unit suffers an automatic wound for a witch. It's... That's true. You I get to allocate. A, a random squatty. True. Yes. But in I this particular fair. case, I had, like, two or three models left in the unit. Okay, yeah, that makes... Yeah. yeah, you had no one else left, so... Yeah, yeah I was gonna okay. say, to be fair, you had just the Praetor in the unit. That That's what made yeah. it scary. Okay. okay. <laughs> I remember I just, that game. I wanted to make sure I didn't miss something here. Okay. No, you just had just the Praetor. And that's what actually killed the Castellax. He murdered my Castellax coming in. Because um, my Castellax... It's only murder if they were ever alive. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, no, they remember they're hot. They're, they're uh, cyborgs in 30k. They're not full AI yet. Um, but yeah, no, it's he, he that's what was scary. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's just real cool. I, I like this advanced reaction. I know a lot of people don't like that negative, but honestly, it, it wouldn't, it needs it. Yeah, it needs it. I'm going to be honest, it needs a negative because otherwise, okay, if you gave them, I would say for no negative, maybe two out of three. Yes. One for sure, maybe two out of three. But to get all three, I'm now doing a lot to you. So that that's worth it. That's absolutely worth it. Your cat is going to make me later have to go in and silence audio. That's why that's why dog is nice, because he's just sitting in the front and he's sleeping. <laughs> it's not bugging anyone. She's so going to start meowing in a couple seconds, too, because I have yeah. it. Well, actually, no, now she's behind me. Sort of. Okay. She's on top of the chair. All right, let's take a look at these warlord traits. Um, the traitor one is the last one in this case, so I'm I'm going to take the first one. I'm going to take the loyalist one because why not? I feel like it. All right, so for the warlord trait, this is the weight of duty. Uh, have to be loyal. 
A warlord with this trait and all models in the unit he has joined gain a bonus of plus one to the, their strength characteristic when locked in combat with any enemy unit that includes one or more models with a variant of the fear special rule. Okay, I already don't like it. Um, furthermore, this warlord and any models in a unit he has joined composed entirely of salamanders gain the hatred traitor special rule while Whoa. the warlord is part of the unit. An army whose warlord has it may not include Legion Destroyer oh. Assault Squads, Legion Mortalis Destroyer Squads, or Legion Centurions with the more, uh, sorry, more attack console upgrades that also have the Salamander special rule. Um, you also get an extra reaction in the assault phase. So this is them wanting to be the most stand-up and upright gentleman. Yeah, pretty much. In every way they can. So you get plus one strength if the unit has fear. Okay, I can understand that. I, I don't care about that at all. Exactly. Um, hatred traders again. We talked about you know just call it a versus the other unit. Useful. I'm not necessarily sold on that. Don't get me wrong; it's not bad, but the other ones could be a lot better. Um, the restrictions matter if you wanted those units. So I'm this very ho hum on this. Will one. be a recurring theme for mm -hmm. those units. Because lore wise, yeah. um, the Salamanders and especially, especially uh, Vulcan were exceptionally opposed to weapons like radiation grenades and phosphates yep. because they tainted the very ground they were used on. And that was, it was just bad, you know? Like, yeah, no, he's, he's very much against he, that kind yeah, of weapon. He hates that kind of stuff. Truly yeah. hates it. So those units, um, not part of the roster. Okay, I'm going to disagree with you slightly. Because you like hatred. Who, that's, that's the only yes, reason why. It's as someone who has lived and died on hatred, especially with like weapons. Like, obviously, your uh, your your warlord's going to be like in a weapon skill five unit, probably fire drinks, whatever. It doesn't matter. But having an army of weapon skill four hit something that is weapon skill four or five, goddamn, I've lived and died on hatred. It's, it's, you need those rerolls. So the fact that he gives hatred traitors to the unit makes him a de facto chaplain, essentially. Um, I, I, I like this for that. The plus one strength, who gives a damn? I, whatever. <laughs> I literally don't care about that. Well, um, it's useful, but you have to have yeah. someone you're going against has fear. Exactly. And it's you just, can't control it all. It's a, it, I, I'm, that, one, that one's more of a cherry pick bonus. The hatred traitor is honestly what got me. And again, I've because I've felt and I've played God, we're 27 games now or 30 games with Mechanicum and the whole and my Mermanon army has hatred. I've literally just been like, oh, my God, this first roll is shit. Thank God I've got hatred because um, I would need fives to hit like a contemptor. So that's the only thing I'm going to say, because re-rolling like five, I think re-rolling fives turns it into like hitting on a three. Is that how the math works? Mm. Reroll a five. So like on a three. Okay, so. <laughs> here here's how that math would work oh god you when you're thinking about it so you say to yourself first what's going to happen um the easier way to think about something like this when you're doing multiple things is to think about the fail condition so how would i fail i don't roll a five and then i don't roll another five we said the word and and means multiply how do you not roll a five two-thirds of the time you don't roll a five okay and don't roll another one because we want to talk about purely failing okay yeah. that's another Two out of three. All right. So that gives me four out of nine. So that means my success then is the opposite of that. Because I succeed if I make the first or if I make the second. 
So, so five, five out of nine times. Which is that's, that's the way 5. to do the math. Five, 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 five. You get mm-hmm. the idea. Yeah. Oh, so it's about a fifty percent. Yeah. So it's like hitting on a four up. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'll, it's a little I'll, bit better I'll, than a four. Yeah, up. A little bit. Yeah. So honestly, that's just only because I've had that experience uh, of like, oh my god, thank God I have hatred on this. Um, that's why I like that. It does suck. You can't take a Moritat though. Uh, I know it's against the fluff, but oh, I've always wanted to see a Moritat with two disintegrators. <laughs> Any Legion can do that though. Yes, no, but you can. if you take this Warlord, you can't take. True. Uh, a more attack. Well, yeah. Yes. I was like, any Legion could do more attack with dual. No, I know. I know. It's just kind of, this is what I was like. It does not uh, have to be a salamander. No, I know. Point to what this, uh, this warlord trade, it probably shouldn't be either. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, all right, Dan, take Promethean will because Steve's going to trade her for as long as I can. Make oh yeah. It. There were trader oh, yeah. salamanders too. Um, so a warlord with this trait and all models in the friendly unit composed entirely of models of salamander special rule that is part of the same detachment. Oh, damn. Okay. Yeah, it's a little more restrictive this time. Uh, well, no, I was to say that's less restrictive because it's the same detachment this time, not the same unit. So well, gain... no, when you read the buff, that's why. Oh, oh, yeah. So it gains a bonus of plus one to their leadership characteristic with making pinning tests to a maximum of 11. Oh, interesting. And reduce the effects of spear special rule by one. That means that fear one basically becomes fear zero. Oh, that's okay. Usually it's one to one, but okay. Yeah. Uh, you can't take destroyer, mortalis, mortats, the same thing. And you make an initial reaction in the shooting phase. <sighs> okay. I'm not, I'll be honest. As an iron warrior, I hate this. Really? I was going to say med to this. Sorry, I, I mean, I hate playing into this. Oh, yeah, because, because Iron Warrior spam pinning, and this is like, hot, nope, leadership 11, get down. Actually, this is really good against Thousand Suns, too, with yep. their Shell Shock 3 rotor cannons. Because it's the rotor cannons, what, Shell Shock 1 or Shell Shock 2? What you'll find is that these Thank two you. Warlord traits, Weight of Duty and Promethean Will, play exceptionally well into the Drop Site Massacre Trader Legions that the Salamanders are noted for fighting. Weight of Duty is phenomenal against Night Lords who are spamming fear left, right, and center. Promethean Will is great against word bearers and iron warriors that are throwing pinning around everywhere. And Thousand Sons. They weren't at the job site, though. No, but yeah. I'm saying they, they, yeah. they also do pinning. Um, um, outside of I that, almost, it's okay. Yeah. I almost like this one a little better than the first one. Uh, partly because... I also just like the fact that this is one of the first ones I've seen normally in the game. And maybe there's a rule I haven't seen because there's so many rules. But max of 10 on things. That's very, very common. Increase Every other spot that we've read so far, increase your leadership max of 10. This is not max of 10. You can actually get to the 11. You can make it so you only fail on 12s. It is a little more restrictive, like I said, because it's detachment. In some ways, it's more restrictive. Some ways, it's less because sometimes it's like they have to have line of sight and all. This doesn't care about that, but they have to be in that detachment. Okay. Um, and the reducing fear to potentially meaning it worthless, usually in the game, it's reduced to a minimum of one. This doesn't do that. So here's two two sort of rules that can really screw up what you're doing. And you don't, to a larger extent than normal, you don't care about them as much. They have a lot less that they do for you. Um, you know, the, the, the first one, again, it's just on that unit. If they don't get in the combat or their combat gets controlled, you don't necessarily get much of this. You have a nice army wide buff. 
and the reaction is shooting phase, which I somewhat prefer because after I've used my advanced reaction, my assault reactions are probably just going to be shooting the guy anyway. I'd rather have two shooting reactions so that I can fire back at two units that come at me. No, I like this mostly. I didn't realize it was the entire detachment. Yeah. I think that's what makes it powerful. I think that right there oh, is what, what like that. If it was just the same unit, I'd be like, eh, this sucks. If it was Whatever. the same unit, it's a garbage fire. Yeah, exactly. But I was like, oh my God, the entire detachment? That's. Yeah. And like I said, it, it's yeah. not one where they have to see them because I know there's several allegiance that's like, oh, oh yeah. when they can see the character, one line of sight, then they get this, that, the other thing. No, so you just have it. The fact you have it as a blanket buff, I do like those, um, especially when you know it pairs well with some of the other stuff that they're doing. It pairs well with their Legion trait because they're already kind of removing some strengths of things while moving are some strengths of some abilities now instead of just weapons. All right. uh, Steve, what about this Redemption of Flames? That's a weird Redemption name for this. Traitor only. Well, okay, I'll hit the fluff for this one. Maybe that'll help explain things a little bit. Turn to service of the War Master. Those salamanders who abandoned their old master seek to cleanse with flame the bonds that once held them to the Emperor. On the battlefield, their zeal for their new master is made evident in the trail of ash and devastation that's left in their wake. They're trying to redeem themselves in Horus's eyes, weirdly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I'm not totally sure why, but yeah. Um, so this is the trader only option. And I actually know someone who's trying very hard to make like a secondary, like build for their list around this, um, a warlord with this trait and all miles. And he joins with Salman special rule gains a plus one to all to wound rolls or armor penetration rolls with flame or Volkite weapons that are used by those units to make shooting attacks. In addition, an army with this trait, may make an additional reaction in the opposing player's assault phase as long as the warlord has not been removed as a casualty. Much shorter than the other two, because you do get destroyers, because we're throwing away Vulcan's, you know, hesitations and trepidations about destroyers. We're embracing it. Yeah, we're doing the evil stuff. Yup. Huh. And just one thing to note, because we are on warlord traits, if you take a generic from the rulebook, you will have access to destroyer squads and such. Yeah. It's just if you take the two non- dedicated trader traits that you have the restriction so if you wanted to you know take the one that makes unit pinning go for it you could now have destroyers this uh -huh. is a shift from last edition where all salamanders lists just flat out could not have destroyers it was part of their legion rules last edition so yeah it's neat that now you could get them i like that change i think that's a worthwhile change because the trader side would have them why wouldn't they um i don't i don't know how to feel about this one and the reason being, okay, it's on that squad. That makes sense. Bonuses to your weapons are on the squad. Cool. Um, if I'm shooting something normal, let's say. So I'm not worried about contemptors for the moment. I'm shooting something normal. Because I don't think either of these weapons, I don't care about a plus one strength. You probably should be firing at a contemptor. Or, or another heavy dreadnought. But a plus one on Volkite kind of doesn't feel that useful. Because Volkite often wounds all too easy or on a two. Maybe on a three at worst or on a two. So the plus one to wound might help a little bit, may not get to me too far. The flame is very useful, but that means I'm taking, I, I have to definitely be taking this guy in like a unit of fire drakes or maybe, maybe the pirate class, I guess. Yeah. Fire drakes are not flamers. Fire classes are. Oh, okay. Yep. Wait, so I, a guy named a fire drake doesn't have fire stuff. 
No, that's they, the dumbest thing. So ever. the fire, so fire drakes are named after uh, the native creatures of yeah, um, the fire drakes. According to this book, um, Nostromo. Um, but no, it's Nocturne. They're not. Um, they're from Nocturne. They're the guys that live in the lava. And fire drakes supposed to be like as tough and durable as them. Got it. So then you're even more restrictive of what unit this guy would go in. He's going in a pyro class unit. Or he's or a going flavor in support squad. Yeah, supporter. Yeah, either support or um, heavy support. Veterans with hand flamers. I, destroyers with hand flamers. I that okay. is true. Technically, he's allowed with destroyers in this one. So if you want to do some, oh no, we can't join flamers. destroyers unless he's a Moratat because of bitter duty. Oh, that's a good point. Put him with pyroclasts. Yeah, I just don't. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. Yeah, no. And here's it, the other it, thing too that weakens it. Um. Most salamanders' flame weapons gain a plus one to their strength when you get to their um, custom legion um, armory. So their hand flamers are now strength four. The regular flamers are strength five. So yeah. a regular flamer now wounds on twos, which is really nice, but it, you lose almost immediately the utility of it once you go up. Unless you're fighting lots of toughness five, which now with yeah. uh, Mechanicum technically being released but also not um if you're american yeah um it's it's there it's an option i don't love it yeah i I, to me i think this is the weakest of the three just because i you know you can make a case for anything being good if you're willing to argue for long enough about how you can use a thing but that doesn't make something good there's so many cases where this might do you nothing or so near nothing that you're going to feel bad for having done it. Like, yeah. Oh, I went against this contemptor and I fired my Volkite squad and now they wound easier and I was able to kill them. I probably just wasn't a good choice to do anyway. Oh, my flamers are a little bit stronger. Well, your flamers are already stronger. Like the other ones add more. Um, if I was playing a trader, Promethean will works nice or one of the base ones. Some of the base ones aren't bad. I don't know. They need to redeem that warlord trait. That's what they need to redeem. Yeah. Well, All right. So before they... I move on, I want yes, to trigger everyone's OCD. Look at the dreadnought on this page. Okay. Um. So for people following along, this is page three hundred nine of the Libra Stardis book. Yeah. All right. Look at what the a, what about melt cannon. Look at the barrels of said melt cannon. One of them doesn't have a barrel. One of them is drilled out. One of them isn't. Oh, I thought you also were going to second legion. Yeah, so I was going to say, not the whole point that he's second legion. Oh no, no, that's just like his squad designation. He's still a salamander. Look oh, at the okay. other, like the, okay. the very back little bit of it. But you know, he has one melted barrel that's not drilled, one that is, <laughs> and it hurts. Yeah, you're right. Like if it was two different models, it's like okay, whatever. But it's it's not even like it's the same weapon. It's the yeah. same gun. I'd be fine with either. Don't do both because now I hate both. All right. Um, so they do not have a Centurion upgrade. Steve, do you have a favorite thing in here? I mean, they're all so great. But I'll, I'll start, with, I'll start with the foundation work. Okay. Artifice and Flame. So a model, that's a Salamander. They exchange a Heavy Bolter for a Dragon's Breath Heavy Flamer or a Twin-Linked Heavy Bolter for a Twin-Linked Dragon's Breath Heavy Flamer for no additional cost. In addition, any Salamander with a character subtype may add the Mastercrafted rule to any one weapon that does not already have it for 10 points each. 
Now, if you are a cool kid and your Praetor is not in Cataphyracti or Tartarus armor, you can Mastercraft the weapon. So you can have two Mastercrafted weapons. Enjoy. Mm-hmm. And that's not bad for 10 points, being able to do that. And your squads are trying to do it too. So if you want to, you know, save costs on your overall list or fill in points, just start throwing Mastercrafted on every unit. Um, I, I actually have Mastercrafted a Bolter because I had 10 points spare. I said, eh, might as well. Yeah, I mean, I it was just... a, it was the fancy Kraken Bolter, but it was still a Bolter. Yeah. If you got 10 points left over or 20 points, that happens sometimes. You'll have like 20, 30, or 10 points over. Boom, just Mastercraft stuff. Yup. Neat. <laughs> All right. Um, I'll go. I'll go through their their flame weapons because this will be pretty fast. Um, as with so, it, it's very similar to the other rules that if you have a blank type of flamer, you can replace it with a dragon's breath something. So if you got a hand flamer, it's dragon breath pistol. A flamer is a dragon's breath flamer. Heavy flamer, dragon's breath heavy flamer. Flamestorm cannon. Dragon's Breath Cannon at no additional cost. So you can swap out your normal flame for the better flame. Um, they all count as flame weapons. Yeah, of course they do. They're all template. They are similar to the other flame weapons, but the strength is better by one for all of them. So the pistol instead Except of three is four. One. Uh, which one is not? The cannon? The Dragon's Breath Cannon. The Can- base oh, the ca- normal flame also- storm is seven? Yup. Oh, okay. I thought it would go up to eight. It does not. So sadly, no instant death uh, flamers here. Yeah. Um, the flamers are strength five. The heavy flamers strength six. The cannon strength seven. The Kevin is the, sorry. The cannon is torrent eighteen. Is that normal? I don't have it in front of me. I believe it's torrent twelve base, and I'm looking that up right now. Yeah. So it might be torrent a little bit more. Um, while he looks that up, the other rule is that all of these have the dragon's breath rule. And it says when you're using the Wall of Death special rule, like when someone is charging you or something like that, that instead of the normal D3 automatic hits, they struck, they inflict D6. So, um, you know, charging a squad with flamers can be rough, but uh, it depends on the D3. When they all can roll D6, it starts getting a lot, lot tougher. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's Torn 18. It is torn 18. 18. Okay. Yeah, otherwise I it is... I thought it was strength 7 base, apparently strength 6 base. Strength base. Oh yeah, so it is actually better. Everything is one better. Yep. Okay. And Very all good. the APs are 4, including the hand flamers. That's not Yeah, because normally change. the normal flamer, hand flamer had no AP, and the flamer had 5. They're all 4s now. So they're all a little bit better. Helps versus certain units. Not too much, but it does absolutely like help. Like Mechanicum. Mechanicum, Solar Auxilia. Yep. Whenever they come out. Yeah. Um... But having Demons. it be a D6 instead of a D3 is huge. Yeah. yeah. It, I have actually lost 10-man squads to charging because of the D6 hits. Um, wait a minute. Here's a stupid question. I thought tanks can only overwatch with defensive weapons that are 6 strength 6 and under. True. That is correct. So why does the Dragon's Breath Cannon have a Wall of Death special rule? Because Dreadnoughts can have it. Oh, yeah. got it. Okay. Could, uh, wait. Oh yeah, because they don't have the heavy flamer. They have the cannon. All right, got it. Also, Continue. if also if you move <laughs> uh, cruising speed, don't you have to snap shoot your weapons? That is correct. That you is could, true. You ah, could choose to snap shoot it because okay. you can't ironically, put a template down. Ironically, they actually increase your hit count against certain things. Like, oh, there's a dreadnought I want to flame. Let me just cruising speed real fast. Yeah, exactly. And snap do shoot, D6. and now do D six hits instead of exactly. one. Exactly. Yeah, you can do exactly. your normal with something else and snap shoot with that weapon instead. So. 
All right, Dan, tell us about these storm shields. Yep. They're actually weird. They're not okay, so they're different from the Imperial Fist ones, so let's talk about it. Any model Yeah, the Imperial Fist ones are better. Any model with the independent character and Legius to start as Felimander Switch rule that also is not unique, may take a Dragon Skull Storm Shield for 15 points. Um, if you are in Cataphracti or Tartaros armor, you can exchange the Combi Bolter for a Dragon Skull for 10 points. So, essentially a little cheaper. Yes. Basically, what, what happened? Oh, no, I sorry. said, yeah, it's cheaper. Yeah. Uh, a Dragon Skull Storm Shield provides a 5-up invulnerable save, or it increases an invulnerable save a model already has by one step up to a maximum of 3+. plus. Um, so, Basically, you can't. Uh, you also can't claim an additional attack for a second weapon, um, and you can't make attacks with weapons that have two-handed special rule. Um, so it just increases your invulnerable save by one. Um, the reason this is so different from Imperial Fist is that Imperial Fist is just a flat three-plus invulnerable save. This one is a plus-one invulnerable save. So it's going to be put on Cataphracti. And I feel like more units have access, don't they? Yes, because this is just independent characters and stuff like that. Oh, any model? No, 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 no. no. It's Cataphracti um, or Tartarus, yeah. Yeah, so they can take it for 10 points or your characters, yes. I was, yeah. But that being said, put it on a Cataphracti. Congratulations, you now have a three-up invulnerable Cataphracti. For a lot, a lot of points, but I mean, good, don't get me wrong. But a lot yeah, of it's still, I mean, Cataphracti, what are they normally armed with? Like, basic. Is it power sword or power fist? I can't uh, it's a power weapon. It's a power weapon. Uh, so yeah, you have to also add the power fist in there. But if you want like power weapons and, and a three plus invulnerable, I mean, yeah. Paladins. They look like paladins with their swords and their shields marching off to battle. Yeah. And and then sometimes the Imperial Fist is the same price. Sometimes it's a little bit more depend it's a little bit more broken down to who's carrying it. But um I mean it's good. At the end of the day, it's good if you want to run shields. All right. Uh Steve, you own some of these guys. Oh, Talk about the mantle of this drink. Oh, sure. This is such a shame. So this is a major downgrade from last edition, but we're in this edition now. So the mantle yep. of the Elder Drake, taken by a single Legion Praetor, Tarnos Praetor, or, or Cataphracti Praetor. That's a Salamander. And any detachment. Um, you take a mantle of the Elder Drake for 35 points. It grants you Battle Hardened 1. So you are going to be Toughness 5 for the purposes of instant death. So strength ten will still rock your world, and so will murderous strike. Yeah, it's it's not worth it. It used to be like twenty five points for Eternal Warrior, and now it's thirty five points for Battle Hardened One. Eh, eh. It's it's it feels too expensive. It is to to yes. for for doubling out purposes, making you toughness five. If it just made you toughness five. 35 points it could be worth it because i mean this is your characters like they're already kind of expensive tackling on 30 points that's a lot of points yeah listen if it was 35 points for eternal warrior fine if it was 25 points for battle hardened one that's a little bit more acceptable 20 to 25 but 35 no 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 that's not no yeah (laughs) it's it's just too much yeah, that's the thing. You, again, it's a thing of maybe you take it because you have just some random points left over and you can't figure out what to do and you don't want to mastercraft the bolter on your tax squad guy on his sergeant. Oh, I got some points. Let me throw this on Mike, but what, don't don't do it. Otherwise, what kills me is Eternal Warrior was like not a thing in the previous edition. The Primarchs had it. And what's funny is the Salamanders had it. this was like what I think this was the 
only well, I mean, Thousand Sons cheated by doing psychic powers, but ignoring that, I think salamanders were the only ones had had access to Eternal Warrior, them and Custodes. That them was and it. Sigismund. That Sigismund, was it. Yeah. Oh, and Sigismund, yes. And it was a really cool, fluffy thing because they were supposed to be this hardy. I would have loved that they just kept Eternal Warrior. Honestly. I, I wish they would have just kept Eternal Warrior because for the points it should be. Yeah. I, and not even just for, for the points. Yes. Yeah. For the not even for the points, it just it made sense. Because no one else can Eternal Warrior. It's the problem is Eternal Warrior, especially with the way they have the game now, is exceedingly strong. So I, I think if you just kind of give that out without it not being with, a heavy cost, it's too not much. Not with Brutal. Not with Brutal, though. That's the thing. Brutal and with works yeah, yeah, Brutal. Okay. Remember, you take D3 or strength 10. But remember, that there's not not everything has Brutal. True. Not everything that's going to oh, hit you has so Brutal. so much does. Where it matters a lot does. I don't know. 35 points is just not worth it, sadly. I, I wish they would have just kept it normal. Kept it a Turtle Warrior. Because then even at 35 points, it's like, mm, do I really care? And if you really want to take it, you got to, you know, that's that's 35 points. It, it, I just wish they would have kept it. Now it's just like I ignore it. doesn't exist, which yeah. kind of sucks. All right. So we get to units and. God, they're so good. I, well, <laughs> I, but, but the big thing is there's not many of them. So in, no. out of the main book, there are two units. Out of the Legacies PDF, there are three characters. So three HQ choices. One mm-hmm. of them is a Dreadnought, but essentially three characters. Uh, um, does yes. anyone have a favorite? I will you take either Fire Drakes. No characters in the book. Yeah. You have to have no characters <laughs> in the book at all. I'll start with Fire. I'll, I can do Fire Drakes or Pirate Class. I love Fire Drakes, though. They're one of my well, favorites. Remember, they, but there is characters as well. They need to be covered. No, I know. I know. I'll take Fire. I'll start off. I'll start us off if you want. Fire Drakes Only aren't first. Pyro Class. Pyro Class oh, first. Oh, apologies. Yeah. I, I thought Pirate Class. Oh, okay. Get wrecked. Get wrecked. Um, Steve, do you because you own some of these models, so I want to give you a I say. I actually don't own either of these units. I, mean, I just meant like, the, like salamanders in general. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll cover like, Pyroclasts because they have okay. barbecued me plenty of times. All right. Yeah, and I can cover a couple of the characters then. All right. All so, right. Pyroclasts it is. Pyroclasts. For 175 points, you get a – basically, you destroy your stat line. You got – um, fours with two wounds, two attacks, leadership eight, and a two-up save. And then the squad leader gets an extra attack and leadership nine. So they're, you know, they're cut above the rest. They got with that nice little two-up and the extra wound. Um, they come with Arfizer armor, surprise, surprise. A Pyroclast flame projector, which really fast is essentially a Dragon's Breath flamer and a melt-a-gun. In one weapon. You get to pick what you shoot each time. Just in case, they have a backup bolt pistol. They have a basic close combat weapon, so they'll get a bonus attack with a bolt pistol. They get melted bombs, frag grenades, and crack grenades. Um, the squad leader's a character. They're salamanders. The unit has it will not die on a 5-up, and a rule called Mantle of Ash, which grants them a 5-up invulnerable save during shooting. A, sorry, Five up and vulnerable save all the time against anything that's a flamer, not very relevant. Plasma, pretty relevant. Melta, exceptionally relevant. And Volkite, I mean, it's there. Yeah. <laughs> I think the best Volkite in the game might be AP3 on the It's AP3. It's on a knight. It's on a knight, yeah. 
Yeah. So, considering they have a two-up armor, it's not coming up very often. But, I mean, just in case, it's there. Um, very few things aren't one of those that are AP2. I can think of, like, last cannons, and then, like, a rending autocannon. I think pretty much everything else is AP3 or worse. Yeah? Uh, or breachable. Breachable yeah, plasma. But, but remember, they get, they, get, they get it list. versus plasma. Yeah, exactly. So, meh. I'm saying things that aren't on this list. You have oh, certain oh. miss certain missiles. Yeah, last weapons, missiles are AP two. Oh, and yeah, and a like missiles. Yes, some missiles and stuff like that. Yeah. So those are you to watch out for. Last cannons and like a couple fancy missile launchers and things that are gonna rend that are like bolt or. I should point out, by the way, you mentioned that the pyroclast flame projector is a normal flamer. It's it's a strength six flamer. Sorry, it's a heavy so it's, flamer then. Yeah, it's a heavy it, flamer. Well, for them, for that's that, a heavy yes. flamer for yes. them. Yeah, because I feel like yeah, yeah. Uh, so basically, two firing modes. There's the dispersed mode, which is range template, strength six, AP four, assault one, dragon's breath, or the focused beam. That's range twelve. That's double last edition's range. Strength mm-hmm. eight, AP one, assault one, armor beam, melta. Oh, it's AP one. I didn't even notice the AP one. Yeah, because it's, it's a, a melta gun. gun. Oh, I yeah, it's literally a melta gun. Oof. Yeah. Uh, they've put a lot of hurt on me because they they um, they can do cool stuff. So they take a Legion Rhino or Land Raider Proteus as a transport. If you take Underworld Assault Right of War, you could replace that Rhino with the subterrain, um, the drills, which is really fun. Ooh, yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I, I've gone up against that a couple times. It, it's pretty sick because the drills got Meltas and then they hop out and they got Meltas. The drill can upgrade to heavy flamers if it wants for its pintle mounts. Like, yeah, it, it's it hits like a truck. It's great. Um, so yeah, so those are the transfer options. The Rhino and the Land Raider Rights of War might change up the Rhino for other things. Um, take up to five extra pyroclasts. The Squad Leader could replace the generic combat weapon with either a power weapon for ten points, a power fist for twenty, or what the natural choice this edition. The Thunder Hammer for 25. Yeah. Um, these guys don't feel like they want to actually be in combat that well. I mean, they're they're gonna do pretty well when you charge them because you're gonna get D they're gonna get D six strength six auto hits yep. on everyone. They want to bait um, out a charge and then cook yes. something. They don't necessarily want to be in combat. No, they are don't want to be in combat because say... they get a bunch of attacks, but they're essentially regular marine stat line on those attacks. So if someone's actually good at fighting. They're not going to hurt yeah. them. Well, I do think the Thunder Hammer is yeah. very helpful to make sure you get that little bit extra through. So I did charge a unit of 10. Um, I did get over. I hold on. I did get Overwatch 10d6, right? Yeah. Um, and then because they have a bolt pistol and basic close combat weapon, they're actually three, four attacks. So yes. it was 31 attacks. <laughs> so it does actually somewhat hurt a little bit. No, I don't. I don't. I don't think you should be charging a unit of ten unless you have a really good idea and a really good unit to do so. But um, I do like putting that thunder hammer down to get them to a flat two hundred. Then add some guys if you want, just in yep. case someone gets in and survives. Because otherwise, if they're good at combat, they only have to kill a few of you, and you either might run or you'll never get out. Well, that's why the you thunder hammer might stop reaction. That. True. Um, but then you can't your... shoot them. True. 
I'd rather shoot you. Yeah, I, that's if fair. If I'm playing against Salamanders, Completely please fair. use your advanced reaction. <laughs> Don't cook my squad. Yeah, uh, the, the, these guys are fantastic. Um, they're great. I'm shocked they're not heavy though. So if you want, you can run the squad. Yeah, you can run them and shoot. Yeah, no, you can't run and shoot. Why? That's not a thing. Only space wolves do that, Dan. That's not. Oh, a that's thing. right. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, remember, assault in this doesn't off. mean run and shoot. That's 40k. Oh, okay. 40k was... brain off. 40k is not real. It can't hurt you here. <laughs> you got to wait 10,000 years for that pain. Um, Fant- fantastic unit. Um, I agree. They're even cooler in certain rights of war. So we'll keep an eye out for that in the future. I hate their chain mail face. I so, understand why. I, it's so... not chain mail. It's actually a little like um drake skin it's what i don't skin. like is like the thin thing going down the back of the head they have like so i will say armor. i will say that um they the, if you go in like cult 3d or something or you find someone does 3d printing they do some really good secondary heads which are more like drake heads which look really good but then that approaches 3D printing and stuff like that. But as a side note, I love their weapon, though. I love the underslung flavor. And I don't know if you – do you see the back, Dave, or no? Can you see the back? Um, their fucking yeah. Little, I don't mind the picture. back, actually. I have no problem with the back. It's the little the little fucking <laughs> – the triple canisters of flames. It's so good. They're, they're, I don't like their heads. But they were like – oh, I didn't know they came with a power fist. Yeah. Huh, yep. Neat. I, I love these sculpts. Like as a whole, I love these sculpts. And I like the fire drakes more. I'm absolutely yeah. picking up a squad of these from Forge World because they're oh, they're so pretty. Yeah, 100. percent All right. So Dan wanted to talk yeah, about drakes. those said fire drakes. Oh yeah. No, so tell nasty. us about these fire drakes. So they are 250, um, which is weird. That's very medium. I always thought they were 275, but whatever. Um, you're looking at a normal Terminator st- stat line with the exception of leadership is nine and weapon skill is five. Um, but they are, yeah, two wounds, initiative four, attacks two, three, so on and so forth. Um, they're in cataphract eye armor, their power weapon, and their combi bolter. So they're literally just a normal Terminator squad for 250. Um, they're relentless, bulky two, stubborn, forgecraft of Nocturne. They also have a will not die five plus, and they're favorite of Vulcan. Uh, for dedicated transports, these guys can take a land raider Proteus, but they can also take a Spartan if they get really big. Um, for options, you can add f- uh, up to five additional fire drakes for 45 points each, which is a little expensive. Uh, you can replace their power weapon for Thunder Hammers, Power Fist, and Chain Fists. Um, you, any model may exchange your combi bolter for combi flavor, combi meltas. The entire unit may exchange their combi bolters for five points per model. This is very interesting because remember, dragon skills don't mention what again. they get. They could change out their bolter for five points, but what do you get for those five points? Oh, combi yeah. flavor, combi melta. Apologies. No, no, no. Um, dragon scale, storm shields. Oh, oh, oh I'm sorry. I skipped yeah, over that. Part. Part. I, skip I said five part. points and I completely. It's yeah. For five points, you get this cool thing. Yeah, huh? so that's very different um, because normally it's 10 points to do it, so this is like a five-point discount. But the and, entire um, squad has to do it. That's the drawback yeah. if you want well, to Well, hold on. Okay. No, that's and the drawback. Then, mm, one model you need to make change either a Kami Bolter or a Dragon Skull Storm Shield for Dragon's Breath Hemi Flamber for 10 points. Their favorite of Vulcan, I think it's just literally a new squad. 
it, it's literally yeah. the same thing as retinue. Yeah, it 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 makes them a retinue squad. Good. Forgecraft Doctrine without oh. a standard option. Yeah, they do not okay. get the standard option in this oh. retinue squad. Some do, some don't. This one does Forgecraft yeah. of Nocturne, uh control the player of this model with a special rule, may re-roll all failed hit rolls of uh for the weapons with the melee type. Of you one. missed the most important one. Oh my god, damn. Of one. I'm, I'm sorry. Revoking, oh. I am Apologies. revoking your salamander's <laughs> rules reading privileges. Rerolls for yeah. hit rolls of one. I'm You're sorry. like, man, these guys are so great. Yeah, they're really great if you misread most of their rules. Yeah, no, it makes no, them no, so no. much better. So they reroll failed hit rolls of one for weapons of this melee type. So issues with this squad already that I'm gonna point out. If you buy it from Forge World. The way that they come automatically is with Thunderhammer and Shield. Meaning, technically, if you buy it from Store uh, Forge World, this is not a 250 point unit. This is a what? Hold on. Uh, no one help them. Oh, don't help oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's already coming out of my mouth. Is 275, and then I need 50 more after that. So, what, 325? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. It's good. He didn't even hear you anyway. It's okay. Okay, good. Oh, <laughs> So it's 325 for the squad if you buy from Forge World, which let's be honest, a full unit of Thunder Hammers with Storm Shields. Okay, 325 is not bad. I'm I'm just gonna say it. Put him in. I mean, you have to take. You Here's have the to bad take part. They have to walk. No, you put him in a transport. Unless they're in a transport. Yeah, they, there's there there is no run option. They yeah, there is no. Yeah, you need to put them in a transport. So this is gonna be your 600 point unit. This is gonna yeah. take. About a fourth of your uh, of of your army, depending on whether you're paying two k to three k, uh, this is going to be about a fourth of or uh, a fourth or fifth a third, of your a army. third to a fifth. Yeah, there you go. A third to a fifth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but honestly, okay, it does suck to put that many points in a unit. Yes, but what you're getting out of it is an entire squad with strength eight brutal weapons. That can reroll ones to hit and have a three up and vulnerable save. I mean, <laughs> um, I, what I, what I will say is, they almost feel bad if you're not doing it that way. For their amount of points, yep. their bonuses. Okay, the reroll ones is useful. Don't get me wrong, but when I have a normal power weapon and I'm spending that many more points for it, I don't. That to me isn't worth necessarily the extra seventy five. The will not die is nice, but again, it's one guy's going to get that because only you know. I guess theoretically two because of a challenge, so I could get two out of a challenge. But I don't know if that'd be worth all the extra points. But yeah, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna take these guys, yeah, I'm taking quite a few thunder hammers and probably all steel shields. You're you're getting weapon skill, which is really it's a, is, I'll say it's a huge shift. Because I hate putting everything against Contemptors, but that's sadly the world we live in. Against yeah. Contemptors, you're changing okay, from hitting true. on fives to hitting on fours. That is a world of difference. And they are now hitting that Contemptor with brutal strength eight weapons. Well, assuming you if switch you out the Thunder Hammers, that's, uh, that's not as I mean, again, it comes with four. The, the weapon skill thing is huge. That alone is worth five or I so wonder. points of honor. Yeah. Yeah, you um, would buy the fire drinks. take the, the combi combined. options. No. If I'm taking other weapons, I mean, the Power Fist, I'd rather take probably the Thunder Hammer or theoretically the Chain Fist for maybe one of those because I need to be able to open a tin can yeah. here and there. One in five gets a Chain Fist in case, you know, you're dealing with a Spartan or something. Yeah. Something with the armor value. Knights, like proper knights. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I would put them in the Storm Shields and yeah, probably put them with those set of weapons 
one in five, maybe two in five. You know, you kind of know your meta, know the kind of stuff. If you know, man, I, I play, you know, there's four different guys I play and everyone runs tons of vehicles. Okay, yeah, you kid them the other way. You're just going to have a bad day. Throw an extra one in there. Like, don't don't list Taylor. But if you if you know what you're going to face week in, week out all the time, and you're like, man, I get crushed unless I have at least a few of these to make a game of it, make a game of it. Yeah. Um, I, I just don't one, like spending that many points on a unit. I was going to say, That's one of the me personally. biggest downsides of Fire Drakes, as awesome and cool as they are, is you could almost only run them as a Death Star unit. And that's yeah. heartbreaking. Yeah, I don't think they work without it. They really don't. Not not for the points you're putting in to not get like that cool extra. You know, because again, yeah, I want to have, they're going to need a transport. So I'm already spending a whole bunch of extra points. I want them to have some other things yep. that feel worthwhile. Like they're, they're going to go up in points cost without even trying. Yeah. But again, there it listen, if I'm gonna spend a goddamn quarter of points on a unit, this is gonna be the unit I'm gonna spend it on. Yeah. And I then, agree. By the that's way, a super so, big if. Yeah. But a, if I'm forced to do it, that's not a bad option. I will point out that the person I played against also had a biomancy librarian in there, and it was like <laughs> it was yeah. not well, that just means you're not doubling them out. That's what it does. Yeah. No, it's also tough as five, which is well, yeah. Isn't that so? Your Imperial Fistless that you built—that's exactly what you did for both of your Terminator units. <laughs> is you put a Biomancy Librarian in them? That, that's sure. not even fluffy, Dan. They locked no. all the librarians away and said you stay. Actually, there. So, so I looked it up. So apparently, it's a little side note: they locked them up, and guess who guarded them on the Phalanx? All the goddamn Terminators, literally just staring at them the entire time. Like yeah. I dare you to move, and I'm gonna punch you in the face with a fist. Yeah, and then not the demons come came with out. me. Yeah, no, no, no. And then the de- I was making a, a phalanx and demon then breach. The, the demons phalanx. were there. Yeah, and then the demons sure. came. They're like, oh shit, maybe we should have librarians with us. All right. <laughs> Either way. All right. Long yeah. Legion. So, um, I just had to bring that up because Dan was saying something that runs contrary to the things I've seen this man build. Yes. Um, so that's the, all the units they give out of the main book. Um, it's kind of disheartening. Luckily, at least in Legacies, they did give them some HQ choices. So we are going to run Not through luckily. those. Tragically. Yeah. And we'll, 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 we'll get to it. it it's, a, it's tragic. Well, some of them okay. are bad. The no, no, it, 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 all of it is dead. All of it no. is. Right, let's let's yeah. judge. Well, so that's sort of a problem in general with Legacies. Legacies tends... To have stuff be a bit overcosted. Not always. I mean, we could find the units that's not, this but most of them tend to be overcosted. All right. Hmm? This is next level, though. I'll let Dan cover the dreadnought because he knows how bad nope. it is. Yeah. I'm just doing the Terminators and he yeah, can't read Dave can do it. Yes. Yep. I'm doing okay. it anyway. So take that. Because <laughs> um, I like dreadnoughts. So, um, but I don't like this dreadnought because I already see his points. Um, <sighs> Cassian Dracos, Dracos Reborn. He is the twice dead Avatar of the Sacred Flame. He is three hundred ten points of garbage. Um, the so let's, line, the whole thing. Yeah. So he's moved six. Um, what type of dreadnought is this guy? We'll get there. I want you to, okay. to guess at the end. Okay. Um, he's moved six. Weapon skill five. Ballista skill five. So he at least has got the betters on that. But he's strength six, toughness six. So a bit lower than the stat lines. So if you're playing mostly out of the book. He's worse than the stat lines you've seen for Dreadnoughts. 
He has five wounds, which is worse than what you've seen. Initiative four, four attacks, leadership 10, two up save. That's reasonably standard. Um, he has two Gravis Paraphists with built-in Dragon's Breath Flamers. Um, they've already put the extra attack in. I Okay, I understand why they put the extra attack in because of the way they armed him. And I'm glad they said that. But I hate that they put it that way in the profile. It should have been like three parentheses yeah. four. Yep. Exactly. Because what... And this happened to me, I think, in my first game when I was playing a um, Leviathan. Because Leviathan, it's in there as well. And I didn't lead the blurb underneath. I looked at his stat line. Because the stat line should tell you what to do. And I realized later, I'm like, oh, wait, I swapped out a weapon. He's I'm swinging with one too many attacks. Um, there's Or at least put the asterisk next to the attack. Do something more. Um, he's a Dreadnought. He's heavy. He's unique. He's a Salamander. He is the Avatar of the Sacred Flames, which I'll go through in a moment. He has the voice of the machine, and he's a loyalist. And since the update to the legacies, they gave him a ferromatic deflector. <laughs> I can't believe So they did give him that. It's not as good as an automatic deflector. but He, he could take a drop pod, too? Yay. Hey, hey, that's something. So it's a box dread. Yeah, I figured it was a box it's dread. It's a box dread. It's a name. Is he name box dread stats? No, his initiative is better so, than a box dread, though, right? Yes, he has better initiative than a box dread. But less wounds. Nope. Box dreads no, are box five. dreads are five. Yeah, oh, they're less wounds five? in general. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So he's a name character, and all he gets is two initiative and a wound for only a measly. What is that? Like 150, 160 points? Yeah, like, yeah. Um, it's 125 a, for a normal dread with two fists. For oh, a box dread with two fists. Yeah. Oh, no. So he's. Yeah. <laughs> this bad I was kind of generous on my estimate. He's almost. He's almost 200 he's two and points half. extra. He's two. Yeah. And a, he's, you can take two instead of this one guy. Yep. You can take two, and you still have points left over. To yes. start yep. doing more with. Yes. Yep. Like he, he's he, he he's 185 points too much. But, but All right. Let's see what is. Let's see what else he does. Uh, okay. He can take a dreadnought drop pod as a decay transport. Cool. I don't care. Um. As long as no H. So this is Avatar: The Sacred Flames rule. As long as no HQ choices other than Xiphus Jur or Narek Degur, which are the other. Wait, who's Narek Degur? He's an Iron Warrior. Got it. Okay. Thank you. I, 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 the name rang a bell, but when I was looking at our list, I didn't see him. Um, as long as no other HQ choices other than those two are included in the same detachment, um, your Dreadnought may be selected as the Army's Warlord. If it's selected as Army Warlord, he gets to use the Bloody Handed Warlord trait, which the Bloody Handed is one of the base Warlord traits. Yes. I believe it's plus one to combat res. I want to say you're correct on that. I don't know off the top of my head, but I believe but yeah. that's correct. Warlord traits. Here we go. Bloody handed. Yeah, plus one to wounds for combat res and extra reaction to assault face. Hmm. Um, so he doesn't even get a custom warlord trait. No. And he Mo cannot uh, lead a um, uh, dreadnought army. No, he cannot. He can't even beat. Yeah. They can't lead it now. Um, so Dan in the time period of one minute is going to tell us about the cyberthergy arcana artificia machina. All right, let me okay, start my timer. Five, 
No, ready? No, no, it takes five seconds. You got two powers. So um, these are basically like psychic powers. You have a something you can test, uh, something you cannot test, and then a weapon. So basically, um, as a shooting attack, does he have fire protocols, by the way, or no? No. Uh, fucking he's a dreadnought, though. I mean, he's a dreadnought. It doesn't matter. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, he just does so what Basically, he uh, you can automatically make a battlesmith uh, roll. Um, so basically, you can basically heal um, a wound. Wait, but hold on. You don't have the battlesmith. Hold on a second. Let me just read the whole thing. It's going to take more. Instead of making a shooting attack, um, you may, uh, a cybertherogist with the cybertherogic right may apply the effects of any version of Battlesmith X special rule they have to a single model with a vehicle dreadnought or automata that is within 12 inches. But he doesn't have, the effect is rolled as normally required by this Battlesmith X special rule, but does not require the cybertherogist to be in base contact. That's because it's 12 inches. If successful, Time's uh, the up. player may choose to make a cybertherogist check for the cybertherogist model. But okay. Keep, what, so what happens X. if you do the check? And you get it to do it twice, but he doesn't, well, he doesn't have, have Battlesmith it. X. Yeah, what? Like normally, so if you, you if you take a Magos, he's Battlesmith, you know, let's say five or four, and then you have like a, I don't know, a Servitor Arm, so it makes a Battlesmith three. So you would roll two three-ups to heal, right? And then, oh, okay, you healed the whole point. But he doesn't have... Is that the only power you get for that? Yeah, I, there's a shooting attack as well, but I wanted to focus oh, on this. Oh, for the shooting attack, because that's what we can actually yeah, do. He doesn't get to do that thing, so it has to be from the shooting attack. He only gets the shooting okay, attack. I so guess what's so. Shooting attack? I was just reading to see maybe if, like... No, he doesn't have it. That's so fucking weird. Okay, so then congratulations. He takes a focus test, which is basically a psychic test. Range 12, strength 1, AP 1. It's a datagen, which means it doesn't affect... It can't hurt anything. Um, haywire, assault D6. <laughs> Wait, it can't hurt anything. Yeah, data gen essentially just means like it can be strength ten, and all it can do is like affect a vehicle. It can't Got actually it. hurt something. Yeah. Okay. Um, assault D six haywire. So that's what he has then. He has no, that. Hold on, I gotta check the battlesmith. It's rule. great. That's a great rule, but it it's not worth. It's well, not worth one hundred and eighty five extra points. No. You know what's funny? I think the battlesmith rules in the stupid uh, uh in library. He does he not doesn't have, have Battlesmith. No, but it might There's be, no it might be like on a six-up. There's it no default for Battlesmith. No, because you, you don't have some... Nope, uh, he gonna... doesn't have the rule. He can't use it. Yeah, it doesn't matter if there's a default. He doesn't have the rule to default That's so to. so fucking stupid. You are paying 185 points to have a grab flamer that doesn't even do anything else. Just, sorry, a haywire yeah. flamer. Um, for his, so, his... And he can't run, so he can't even get into no. the middle of things fast. Uh, his, his other thing, the ferromatic deflector, just going through that real fast. That's your five up invul save. Um, explodes and does normal, six but he hits. explodes a strength six explosion. Yeah, and that's it takes the only three wounds for instant death hits. Is it is it a flat three? It's not the D three. It's flat Ooh. three because it's for the little dreads. Oh, okay, that's, that's the little yeah, rule. Okay. I don't understand. I'm I'm trying my best to wrap no, the around. Big, he he. So for the voice, he essentially gets the shooting attack. That's all he gets. That's no, what no, it's not that. I'm trying to wrap around why the hell he's 310 points. <laughs> because <laughs> what if he was accidentally good? Oh, no. If we can't let salamanders have nice things, only ultramarines. Only ultramarines. No, man. It, it, I This is... Uh... It's okay. We're going to move on. We're going to move on because it could only get better, right? Okay. I'll take the next right. one. Lord Chaplain Nomis Raitan. Okay. He is like the voice name. of the fire, keeper of the keys of Prometheus, 
This is the High Chaplain of the Salamanders. Oh, okay, okay. For 215 points, you're getting a move 7, weapon skill 5, ballistic skill 5, strength 4, toughness 4, 3 wound, 5 initiative, 4 attack, leadership 10, 2 up save model. He is an on-foot Praetor with less weapon skill for stats. Okay. He comes with a Combi Flamer, a Bolt Pistol, Dark Star Falling, which is his custom power weapon. We'll get to that. Frag Crack Grenades, Artificer Iron, an Iron Halo, and Mantle the Elder Drake, which is the um, Battle Hardened 1. Battle Hardened 1, yep. He's a unique character. He's a salamander. He's a master of the Legion, independent character. He is relentless and stubborn. He has hatred of everything. He has a warlord trait called Keeper of the Keys, and he's a loyalist. So, Keeper of the Keys. Any model with a Dreadnought unit type and salamanders rule within six inches of a warlord of this trait may add two to their charge distance. In addition, you get an extra reaction in the opposing player's assault phase. I mean, sorry, shooting phase. Shooting phase. That's okay. Shooting phase. Um, plus two to charge. Yay. For Wait, Dreadnoughts. is this not a warlord trait? That's that his warlord, warlord trait. So if, if, it... he, if he's your oh, warlord, no, no. he gives Dreadnoughts within six inches plus two to charge moves. Yeah. They they, they sometimes, they're not consistent with the way they show warlord traits. Good, okay, I, that's how I was going to say. Because I'm looking yeah. at this like, I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, they, it, that's why it said warlord, keeper of the keys. If he's warlord, this okay, is his trait. Yay? <laughs> I... Well, his weapon. Talk about his weapon. Okay, we'll... his weapon, Dark Star Falling. Oh, yes. So this weapon is the twin, by the way, to Vulcan's hammer. So get ready for this. It's a power oh, weapon. Good. Strength plus two. AP two. Melee. Two-handed. Unwieldy. So it's just a it's it's basically a power axe with plus one strength. No. Because uh, a power axe isn't two handed. Oh. I Wait, I don't know what the twin to Vulcan Tamper. Oh, did I mention earlier that Kate that Cassian Dracos was forged by Vulcan himself? So we have so, the Dreadnought the Dreadnought forged by Vulcan and the twin to Vulcan's hammer. That's what we've but, that's what we've covered but so Vulcan's far. Vulcan's hammer is so much better. I wait, what? <laughs> Alright, well, so I know why then Cassian Dracos is so so expensive, because you it's got a few of them custom upgrades. This isn't That's this. Why he's... <laughs> this isn't even a mastercrafted weapon. No, and I he don't... can't take the option because he's, he's unique. Yeah, it I... should just be mastercrafted automatically. What the it, fuck? For two hundred fifty points, you get less weapon skill than a generic praetor. Yeah. Do me a favor. And he's going to be probably fifty points more than the generic build. I was just going to say, how much is how much is a praetor in? Oh, he's got artifice here and one twenty. How much? He's 120. Uh, it's either 5 or 10 for the combi flamer. I forget. No, no, I don't care about that. Give me... Uh, so, uh, Praetor and... Elder Drake's 35. So, we're at, one, we're at 160 for the equivalent build. Of, like, a Thunder... We'll, we'll, no, call, it one, we'll yeah. call it 170 because we're getting hatred. Yeah, well, I don't under... What? No, because you got hatred from the Warlord trait if you're Loyalist. So, if I take a Praetor with a Thunder Hammer... A three up invulnerable storm shield in cataphracti with the warlord trait. Not cataphracti. He's, anyway. he's not a cataphracti. He's on foot. No, I know, but I'm getting cat- the reason I'm doing cataphracti. Oh, I guess because why would he cataphracti? He could take he could take the shield without being cataphracti. Yeah. Fuck so cataphracti. For like sixty stupid. points less. For sixty points less, I build the same dude with a better warlord trait. 
Yup. And a better, yeah. better, better twin to Vulcan's hammer. And a better weapon skill. And you can even mastercraft it. I, I, don't, uh, I mean, hell, mastercraft the combi flamer too. You have the points spare. I just, I don't, I don't. Okay. okay. We, we know that they overcross stuff in here. That's a given. Um, this guy is obviously better than the Dreadnought in many ways, because one, he's at least cheaper overall. You're not spending quite as an outrageous total. He at least does a few things. I'm not saying you should have to take them, but if you're running a lot of Dreadnoughts, hey, plus two on the charge, that is a thing. Characters do tend to sometimes either feel like they should be up in points or under. You take characters for more fun and fluffy reasons. If if you don't like this guy for who he is and maybe a cool story about him, you wouldn't run him because you're yeah. not getting nearly enough as opposed to spending less money or sorry, less, less points and stuff like that on a regular guy. I'd like to note that points value is not in magenta. Weapon skill and no. ballistic skill are. Yeah, he used those were fours originally. Those were fours. Are you fucking? Those were fours. Of course they were. They they didn't downgrade things like that. It's only upgrades. Um, he's not even weapon skill six. He's the high chaplain. He should be a praetor. He should at least be weapon skill six, like every other praetor is. If they gave him that, I think he'd probably be worth the points. Honestly. He'd be playable. No, knowing point, yeah. the way they do characters, you make him weapon skill six, and he still has you know the stubborn, the hatred, and stuff like that. He's got his other abilities. I'm not mad then. Having him the worst means that as a chaplain who might want to challenge and, and be up there fighting, he kind of wants to be careful about it. I don't want my chaplains to be careful about who they fight. Maybe the last guy is going to be amazing. I, you know, he's got a cool name. I'm going to say you the know, last Karn, guy's amazing. Karn is. 30 points, sorry, 40 points less than this guy. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. There, there's, no the there's no redemption. You know what? The last guy's going to be amazing. I'm calling this shit. All right, I'm Dan. Down. Read it out for us. I'm going to Xyphus Jur. 145 points. So for 145 points, you get... Would it be Xyphus? Probably Xyphus. I don't even know. Uh, what do we got? Is that a Centurion stat count. line? With like an extra wound? That's right? Centurion with an extra wound and attack. And, and, and attack. leadership. Okay. And leadership. All right. He's a Psyker. Oh, hello. Okay. Bolt Mistle. Ignatus. Uh, Artificier. Probably not. Artificier Armor. Dragon Scale Storm Shield. The Burning Halo. Frag Grenade. Crack Grenade. Okay. He's an independent character. Relentless Stubborn. Hatred Everything. So he might be a Chaplain. Prophet of the Flame. And the Warlord is Beacon of Hope. All right. So let's, oh, he's got a lot of rules. Okay. Okay. Let's see what he's got. So his warlord trait is as long as Zyphus Jur has not been removed from play, is in reserve, or embarked upon a model with transport subtype, a single friendly unit comprised of models with the Salamander special rule may choose to use his unmodified leadership instead of their own when making a morale check pinning test. Meh. Eh. Wait, does he not get an additional reaction? Nope. No. So he's not my warlord. Congratulations. <laughs> not until they add the line. It should be added. Oh my God. It should be okay. a salt face because he's a chaplain. Okay. 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 So, so not my warlord. I'm ignoring that. That doesn't count towards the 145. Ignatus. Um, it's a power weapon. It's plus two strength. AP three. Master. Oh, this one's mastercrafted. Mastercrafted blind in melee. Okay. Okay. I like that one. You're not immediately hitting it for being AP three. Normally, no, because it's it's blind. The blind makes up for that because bl- you just need to touch someone, and the entire unit has to test for blind. 
So that's why I like it. And blind is mm-hmm. very anti-mechanicum. And it's very much, if someone gets blinded, you're fucked. So, and it affects the unit. It doesn't affect the model. So I like that. 100%. The burning halo. And it's mastercrafted. So you will hit, you will bunk someone unless you roll like shit. Um, Burning halo is a four up and vulnerable save, which actually I think then, hold on. Yep, it's a three up and vulnerable save. Yep, so he's got a three up and vulnerable. Okay. Automatically inflicts D3 hits on the target unit when making an Overwatch reaction. Result that's trend four. She's got like a, a, a D3 flamer, basically. Okay. When you Overwatch. But who cares? He's got a three up and vulnerable. That's what I care about. And he has access to the Pyromancy discipline, which ugh, do I have to pull that up? No, read the whole thing. Read it first. Then I know, leadership seven. Oh, no, I saw you. So Pyromancy deals discipline, but he uses leadership seven as his main. Um, I don't have those. Oh, wait, I do. I do have Pyromancy in front of me. So that means and instead of shooting, oh, I love this. Okay, I like this guy. So for those who don't know what the py- I did, I didn't realize this was pyromancy. Oh, this is what the Thousand Suns player was doing. Oh my god. So pyromancy is basically instead of shooting, you can place a large blast marker anywhere in the battlefield that is entirely within 18. That's their key. You have to put the entire thing within 18. So I think then the range is only I think it's a large blast marker. I think it's five inches. Five, it says five, it right on the 18. thing. Yeah. No, no. Oh, fucking duh. So you got a 13-inch range, essentially. Um, once placed, scatter the marker D6. Determine the final position. Remember, a hit is a hit. And it stays there until the beginning of the controller's next shooting phase. The area under the marker is difficult terrain. Um, any model, friendly, or enemy under the marker's final position or that moves onto through the marker suffers a strength 6 AP 4 hit. Okay, so you might be saying, oh, that's shit. It's just one large blast, and if I don't touch it, I don't care. Except when you use the psychic power, you could take a leadership check, or sorry, psychic test, and you could place three large blast markers instead of just on one. On your leadership seven. Yeah, it's still, listen, it's 50-50, but that's still long. Keep in mind, 55. if you fail, you take a perils, and no markers are placed whatsoever. Is it always a? Oh, I thought fail was always on a twelve or a no. Twelve or one. Fail it's a, it's is a you rolled over your leadership. That's a failure. Uh, okay. yeah, failure's not a twelve. Still, still, still a fifty-fifty. And he only also, has by the way, wins, I, so he could blow himself up on one failure. Yeah, you, yeah. you, you let someone else. You, this is, let someone True. mook take it. True. But but think think about this way, Dan. Half the time you're just taking wounds. You're doing nothing. You're hurting yourself. True. I I. Yeah, okay, he gets the nice one five-inch blast is cool. The other one, or remember, the game is off the night fighting for the first one to two turns. He's now failing over half the time. You're not using it then. Very true. But still, one large blast, and it makes people take strength six hits. It, all you all move through it. And this difficult terrain is nice. Minus two to charge through it, which is nice. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the... I So I've never seen someone use the other one. What's the other one? So, it's, so, it's a melee attack unwieldy uh strength six ap3 you put a blast dish- marker over yourself oh okay and then it's a yeah it effect it's, friendly it's as automatic well? yes uh, everyone under the template is going to take an automatic hit at strength six ap3 man. but it's also psychic focus so again he's leadership seven you got to pass a leadership yeah. test to make this go off or you perils and nothing happens i mean okay for 145, put it this way, for 145 points, this dude is a hell of a lot nicer 
than the other characters. And I would Agreed. actually take him. I would take him. Because for 145 points, you get your hatred everything. He's three wounds. Stick him in a fire drake squad. Have him. If you do the psychic power, Dave, does that mean I can't swing or can I swing and do the psychic power? It's instead of. Mm, damn it. I was hoping to oh, like, swing. My, with no, the... my, no, stop, stop, stop. Oh, okay. In addition to attacking normally when oh, a model perfect. with this weapon. So this this is one of the few that's additional. Most of them are sort of a replacement style effect. This one is an addition. Okay. But it hits everyone under the template. So if you're near your unit, and you very well could be, you might not want to use it. But it is AP3, so I could see this, like, let's say you charge some tactical squads with your fire drakes, even though they're going to crush them. Maybe, no, you, you would never use it. I, honestly, you wouldn't I'm use it then, because the if you fail it, you're going to peril yeah, exactly. and kill your fire I drakes. Would, I would literally just use it for the shooting attack, because I, I've seen it, and I've seen someone place three down, and it's massively annoying to go through. Um, yeah. But that being said, I like the I like him. He's got a blind weapon that automatically makes me not a lot of things have blind in the game, and blind when it affects you is super bad. Not not I'm sorry when it affects the enemy is super good for you and super bad for the enemy. For those who don't yeah. know, blind makes you weapon skill and ballistic skill one. Yeah, but it's an initiative test for for most yes. things because we're again we're going out of the marine books. For most yes, no, things, you only fail in a five or a six, which is fine. That's still a, that's a, still a thirty three percent chance. Yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not. I'm just saying. To me, that's not a determining factor. It's a no, nice it's to not, have, but that will never nice determine. To have. For me. And for 145 points, how much is a normal uh, centurion chaplain upgrade? I just did that math. Essentially, oh, good, yeah. you have 30 points left over to upgrade with the blind bonus. And did you put the shield wound. in there? Yes. For 30 okay. extra points, you're getting another wound and another attack. And the blind. Yes. And the Mastercraft. Did you add the Mastercrafted as well? That's part of being a chaplain. Oh, good, good. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, for 30 points, you're getting an extra wound, extra attack, and blind. I think that's hella worth it. I think that's apt. Don't run him as your warlord. Definitely. <laughs> no. This is definitely a playable model on yes. the rest. Yes, this is 100% playable. And if you have a Mechanicum player, again, we haven't done like the Mechanicum book review yet or tactics, but if you have a Mechanicum player in your local area, take blind. Um, if you bonk anything in the Mechanicum book, the highest initiative we have, well, actually, it's actually four, but the, the, the majority highest initiative we have is two, with the, yeah. even the Magos being three. So this is like an excellent, if you're in melee, just because all you have to do is hit. You don't need a wound. You don't need to uh, even like have an unsaved wound. You just need to bonk him. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, it's nice to at least got to a character. So we will push on the final thoughts on what's going to be one of the th potentially shorter videos that we've done for this. Yeah, this is a lot shorter. Um, well, when it's all said and done, we talked about certain things for quite a while, actually, longer than we might on other pieces. But overall, yeah, it's a little bit shorter. Um partially just because they have a lot less stuff they have two squads and they have three characters and two of the characters like we talked about them but they're they're just they're not good choices they're really no, they're not. Not. it's a shame I'm so, no it's a shame. um so when we look at salamanders um their scheme is nice uh, you know they have a nice shade of green some of the models i'm not too too much of a fan of just because they're a little bit too finicky for me but that's me personally you might like them with their like um you know, uh, belly dancer veils that they have on them. Um, 
I I think the I think the two squads they got make up to an extent for some of the other things that they're just missing. You know, they have one decent character. The other one's not so much, but their squads are very, very nice. They very much fit the theme. They are quite good for what they do. The fire drakes do feel like you got to put a lot more points in them if you want them, but the pirate class can probably rock on their own just the way they are. Their trait fits very nicely. Their reaction feels good. Um, I know some people don't necessarily like it, but I do actually think their reaction is pretty good compared to some other legions. Some legions have great reactions. I wouldn't necessarily say theirs is one of the top, but I think it's reasonably well up there. Um, I think this is another good, strong choice. Um, they fit very well, I believe, out of your sort of starter box um, with mm-hmm. if you get either the special weapon kit or the GW's just released the heavy weapons. And one of the sets of heavy weapons has the heavy flamers. So I think that's a really cool way to do and it. You can easily. Hmm? And, and Meltas, yes. Yep. Yeah. I'm even thinking like if you don't want to buy Forge World Pyroclast, you could easily make something similar to that if you want that, you know, you, yep. you have some of the abilities to, to kind of make some of those models. Um, Hell, if you fire want, drakes, essentially, yeah. oh, sorry. Fire drakes just really need shields. No, no. I was going to say, so if you really want fire drake shields, the most common, I think 90% of the time I've seen this, the most common modification is you just buy lizard men shields. Yep. Yeah. I suggest taking two of them, fusing them together, to give it a little bit more bulk. But yes. Yeah, you could do. Um, but honestly, the Lizardman yeah. shields are pretty. Like I have, I have. Uh, let me look. Uh, the Lizardman source old blood that comes on the Carnosaur, and his shield is freaking massive. That's well, also a character I, model. Yeah, so. I don't. Oh, like, I don't know if it's different. Eighty-five dollar no. mount. You're not oh, going to yeah, buy. I do 10 not suggest buying. Don't do that. Old well, bloods see. source old bloods to be able to get your shields from these guys. Here, Lizardman. No, Dan, it's on the thing. Source warriors have surplus shields. If you know yes. anyone that collects Seraphon, they probably have a ton of them lying around. She's like, hey man, here's ten bucks. Can I get your spare shields? You'd be like, just take them. You're like, cool. Yeah, honestly, yeah. or even if you eBay, you could probably find yeah. a bunch of the That's shields. Looking all for kinds right of weird now, things and bits. Um, we know what you're looking for because you're saying it out loud. Yeah. yeah. Double them up, put stick two of them together, green stuff, or do something to fill the gap, Fun or fact. you know, cut them down to fit together. Um it's a different style, but it definitely works. Oh, and I found the STL. Like, it's not even oh, like yeah, a... def- yeah. Well, yeah. that's easy. That's easy. Yes. But I was yeah. going to say, that, that's an assumption. Take, We're talking about um, other options. You, all, you could also just take Indominus Terminators, um, take their shields, file them down to be a little smoother, and then just like put some scale patterns on them. Scales are actually that. fairly straightforward to sculpt out of green stuff compared to some other patterns. Just kind of like put on blobs, flatten them a little bit. There you go. It's a scale. And I just do that. A few Fun times fact: I cannot find bits. All right. All right. I, I, that's weird. Yeah. I, I get, I'm sure there's bits to find if we spend enough time, yeah. but we're not going to spend the Spell time. No, no, you're not. I'm just, I'm just very surprised it doesn't pop up. I'm, just, I'm sure it's out there. Um, I, I would say overall, this is definitely. A, it feels like a pretty decent starter legion because the trait. You don't have to do anything special for the trait. It's just happening. You can play pretty well to some of the squads with the starter box. You could easily call some of those things one thing or another to be able to make that work. And you don't, for better or worse, you don't have like that cool Forge World character that you have to worry about buying because they don't have it. So (laughs) if money, if money is your thing, you know, you don't necessarily really have to look at the Forge World options. 
Um, actually, taking a look, the special... So they obviously have Vulcan as the character. The other character they have is a venerable dreadnought that was not the one here. Oh, no, it is. It's, it's the Brayarth same model. Ashmantle? Yes, Brayarth Ashmantle and um, Cassian Dracos are the same model in every example. Okay, what? Okay, that's they should they call it the one, one that they actually have now because they made one venerable dreadnought sculpt for each um, founding um, legion slash chapter, and they just recycle that model for everything. So at this point, that is um, Ashmantle or Dracos. It might even Ashmantle canonically doesn't have any rules. It might be canonically the same dreadnought. I'm not sure on that. Okay, yeah, that's it. Could be someone, someone below um, on the YouTube leaders that cracks us. That's a thing, and I do like when people put down little fluff things because we don't. If this is your legion and you love them, you're going to know more about the legion than we do. We might know, uh, hopefully, know a good bit about the rules and about the game and understanding it that way. But if there's some obscure passage that talks about that, we're not going to know that. But I love knowing those things. I love finding that stuff out. Um, Steve, do you have any final thoughts for these guys since you play them? Um, yeah, so I think that a tactical blob with chain bayonets is a pretty solid choice in this legion because it makes the unit very well-rounded, reasonably durable against things that you normally use to delete tactical squads because the minus one to wound on the plasmas and the melters. And the chain bayonets paired with their uh, once-per-game reaction means that you're now swinging at strength six with um, weapon skill five shred that's not that's not bad at all so building out of the starter box that's definitely a solid route you could take um, it, they're straightforward to play and there's so many ways you could take the theme of the legion um, they were a testbed legion that tested mark six armor in the prototype phase they're like eh it's not great I would make these couple of adjustments for more siege oriented roles a little more durable um, this is before the Raven Guard tested it and found huge success. But they were one of the two testbed legions along with the Iron Warriors. Um, so they have Mark VI. Um, Mark III is iconic because that's what their um, pirate classes are sculpted in. Mm-hmm. They, You could do so much with them. Uh, Cataphracty fit them flavor-wise really well. That's in the starter box. You will use that Spartan and the Dreadnought without a doubt for this legion. Um, what am I missing? I don't think I'm missing anything. And, and green's not a tough, not green's not necessarily a tough color to paint either. If you're using GWs, I guarantee they have a contrast that fits it well. That'll do you a good scheme. Even if you're not, green is a, a sometimes a little bit more of a forgiving color, and you can do a nice variety to greens. They have their shade of green, but obviously if you go a little bit up or a little bit down in the hue, you could really vary it up for yourself. You know, their iconography and potentially flames, which if you want to paint well, you can put some flames on it. That's going to make them stand out to me as um, as salamanders. Oh, yeah. You could probably find some stencils and decals for that, too. Oh, um, please from do. From, like, uh, model <laughs> cars and things like that, right? And yeah. their 40K uh, emblems the same as their heresy emblems. So if you have some old 40K transfer sheets lying around, put those to use. Although I will say the four-drilled ones are very nice if you have your hands on them. Yeah. I find the 40K transfers, when you can get your hands on them, is a nice way to do like the tax squads because let's face it the forge roll one if you're only buying one of them it doesn't give you enough to do like your line units the way you may want but the 40k ones they're the same and those often came in packs of 
one thing or another. So you can usually get a bunch of those for real cheap and easy. And then I save all my Forge World transfers for anything special. Um, Dan, do you have any thoughts beyond what we have said? Just honestly, they look great. Um, I mm-hmm. think this is what probably this is a Legion that I wanted to do because they look fucking cool. Um, the Primarch looks amazing. Um, the Dreadnought, the specialized Contemptor Dreadnought looks amazing. Other than the heads, I love the fire drakes. I love that stupid underslung flamer. I wish there were more weapons like that. I've always loved like underslung stuff that you grip from the top. Um, uh, the dread fire close combat, even on the dreadnought, looks cool. You could probably put that on the contemptor and it would look cool. Um, just they just look like a damn cool legion. And going over and like I said, I love their advanced reaction. I I love that they're. Legion trade is very simple. Um, just again, this is what this and Alpha Legion were my top two. And I don't think this has changed at all. This hasn't changed anything, sadly. We'll, we'll see what you decide then. You got a little bit of time. Yeah. But, all right. I think that will do it for us for tonight for the Salamanders. All right. And that'll do it for us tonight. Now, we have two more legions left. The plan is to finish this all next week. Um, there's still some rights of war. Most of the, Actually, at this point, they're all recorded, but I'm just a little bit behind on getting some of those out. But next week, we have Raven Guard, then we have Alpha Legion, and then we are done. Um, we do have some ideas of where to go next, things that we'd like to do. I am interested to hear what listeners might like us to do next. Is there other particular things they want us to do related to this? Do they want more general episodes talking about what we've been doing, what's going on, events, running games, or, or who knows what? So if you have suggestions, we're absolutely always listening and wanting to take any of your thoughts into consideration. The hope is that once we get through this, we can start slowing down a little bit on the release schedule because we got a lot of this out. Um, twice a week some weeks is fine other weeks it gets a little bit rough being able you know having three to four hours available to record twice a week but we'll see exactly what the plan is going forward for that um i do want to thank anyone and everyone who does listen as always we're available in any podcatcher um reviews there obviously help we also put all this stuff up as well as extra stuff on youtube as well which likes and subscribes especially subscribes really help youtube doesn't care about you until you hit certain numbers and we've been increasing well we're just not there yet um so expect to see some rights of war um come out scattered throughout the next week week and a half and expect hopefully next week for us to be done these deep dives into the legion and we'll see once that's done and we we take a breath and take a moment of exactly what we want to do from that moment then All right, well, on behalf of everyone here at the show, have some good hobbying and some great gaming.